when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? Did you buy those? All right, we're back. Back to even, I guess. That's what we're calling it. What's up, man? What's up, Ben? How you doing? What up, brother? Oh, my gosh. Cracking that. Um, I'm so happy. I'm so excited for this right now. This is... I'm a giddy child, Jeff. That's all I can say. Without a doubt, right? We... We've been talking about this a while. You know, this is yes. this is episode one of Back to Even. Uh, for those who don't know, my name is Jeff Heinrich. Um, I will let Ben, the glorious and illustrious Ben, introduce himself. But, uh, yeah, man, I am jacked the fuck up to do this um, for a variety of reasons. Most importantly, you know, just hanging out, talking with you, shooting the shit, um, we've had a ton of ideas about this and just excited to see where it goes, excited to see, um, where this could take us potentially if anywhere and worst case scenario, you know, you and I get to hang out once a week, talk shit right. to each other and have a good time and drink a couple beers. Hey man, uh, it doesn't get any better than that. No, appreciate it. Um, yeah, so I'm Bennett, uh, Semf, um, Ben, Benny, whatever. Um, yeah, dude, we did a bunch of my pod together. So that's kind of where this started is I have a podcast, uh, if you haven't heard, The Greatest People You've Never Met. And uh, right away, I mean, Jeff was probably one of the most excited people when I told told people that I was going to start that journey and um, I've had Jeff on at least like every five episodes or right around there and people love the content that we've been able to produce and now Jeff's rolling with his and um, I think it was after well not the Christmas spectacular one we did on my show so uh, one before that and you text me like right when we were done you're like so when are we starting ours and we've been stewing in the pot and I would say we're nowhere near like a hundred percent but we were just kind of like all right let's run we have a logo we have a theme song shout out Riz parker uh big shout uh, out that's huge yeah so we're running now and here we are back to even the most uh leave it up to uh interpretation uh title of all time but i'm so i'm so happy to be here this is a blast and like you said dude uh like we said when we told everybody on my pod uh if you listen great if not we're still gonna do it so without a doubt without a doubt um and i think like every time you know you and i jump on right the first thing we always you know throw out to each other is what you drink right so what are you what are you sipping on tonight what are you commemorating this occasion oh. with you know, there was only one way for me to do it, and it was a bush apple. Um, still have two cases left. I put four in the fridge uh, for tonight. And so, um, as long as those two cases last, this will that'll be the only thing I drink on this pot until they're gone. So, yeah, and dude, I got two thirty racks staring me in I the know. face, which was I'll, so. What are you drinking? So I'm drinking Bush Light because I haven't chilled okay. them yet. Um, you know, okay. tried and true, right? That's, that's who I am. Yep. That's what you yep. get out of me. You know, I'm a, I'm a pretty, pretty even dude. Uh, that helps me yep. stay even, right? And that was a total accidental pun there. I, I promise to not make like a bunch of e good, back though. to even puns throughout the, throughout the course of this. But no, I, I like my, I have my, uh, my standards. That's one of my standards. And, you know, we've been trying to get you a palette. Uh, with the greatest people you never met, we're gonna get a pallet at some point. 
Someone's going to send us a pallet. I don't care if it's Bush Light. I don't care if it's fucking Ham's beer. Someone sent us a pallet of something. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to have the greatest party you've never met. Uh, for sure. When we do, there's going to be a lot of people there. We're going to drink a lot of crappy beer. Um, but yeah, I mean, send us a pallet of Bush Apple because that's gone. So Ooh. also before we get too crazy away, um, I did receive a text message about the Bush Light Peach. So, oh uh, no! It looks like that's like full effect thing that's happening. Oh, so, no. I'm not a negative like peach guy, but guess what? That means that apples for sure gone. Uh, I'd like I'd like for us to have a moment of silence in honor yep. of Bush Apple. All right. I think that that was well-deserved. Greatest beer most people have never had. I mean, I remember the first time you had one, uh, and then you tried selling it on all your friends, and they are like, Jeff, is it really even that good? (laughs) You're like, you think I'd tell you to drink shitty beer or what? And it's everybody loves it. Everybody loves it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll we'll start a petition or two. Um, I'm starting a form of a petition. Um, in yeah. 2023 for like the Minnesota wild to bring back the North star colors. Uh, I'm just going to tweet it every day until they do. Yeah. I don't care how many people like it. I don't care if it gets zero likes, zero retreats, nothing. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to keep tagging them. It'll pick up steam someday. I think <laughs> uh, I did see yesterday's tweet. So did you tweet it today? Goddamn right. Put a little right, reminder. So I'm going to go I'm gonna like it right now. Excellent. Excellent. We're going to gain some traction with this. It's going to happen. And they won 5-1 when they did it. It's, they're beautiful. They're beautiful jerseys. Also, did you know how many Jeff Heinrichs are on Twitter? Holy smokes. Probably a lot. I don't know why it doesn't like pop up. There's three, at least, plus you, so four. That's not a very (laughs) common thing. It's also not like a wildly uncommon name. Oh, yeah, it is. Heinrichs pretty Pretty strange. Yeah, yeah. I get yeah, that. It is. So it's 2023. We're starting this. Shout right? Out. Like this is our yeah. big, our big endeavor. Are you a New Year's resolution guy? Yeah, I am. Oh, okay. Not, so, not, not necessarily resolutions, but like goals. Sure. Like things I want to to do. Like I think it's like, oh, I'm gonna go. Everybody, I'm gonna eat better. I'm gonna go to the gym more. Yep. Okay. Three days in, you don't do that, and mm-hmm. so. Um, that's just, a, I just do goals and like, uh, big thing this year. So I have 20 goals, um, for oh, this wow. year to, to hit by the end of the year. And then a lot of it's like, read something for personal development, 30 minutes a day, Sure, like 30 minutes a day, boom, add that up. Right. Spend, um, more time with Ton. That was one, uh, get both pods fully sponsored. Um, and then my big one for this year is, it's, I mean, it's pretty wild, but be fully sustainable by December 31st, uh, 2023. So self-employed or like a football full-time job, but it's doing something that I truly love to do every day. And I don't have to like, Oh, it's going to work. I don't want to feel like that by the end of the year. So that's, that's my big one for the year. I love that for you, man. I love that. And I, you know, you're, you're making progress on that. Right. And Staying, oh, yep. staying involved, you know, doing what you can to to get back in. I, I love that, and I love those goals for you, yeah. man. Those are sweet. Thank uh, you. Because I agree. Yeah. Like the, 
and and I've been guilty of it, right? That I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to do X every day. You know, those are those are lofty goals without any buildup, right? For sure. And so to just like jump jump in, you know, head first into that. Like if you right. haven't been working out, it's just a really terrible. Those are terrible. That's terrible goal planning. Um, I'm not a big. Yeah, it is. It's. And so, like, I'm not a big New Year's resolution, dude. Uh, I do, like, a year in review. I like that. If, uh, which is just, like, it's another spin on it, right? My wife and I, we kind of did it on the way back from Justin's um, this last weekend. You know, what did you enjoy about this last year? What did you not like? What do you want to do more of, do less of? you know, so on and so forth and kind of really try and say, all right, this is what we're going to try and do more of or less of this year. Um, you know, yeah. get off social media, go on more dates together, travel more, whatever it may be. Right. That's kind of how we go about it. Um, I always set up fitness goal, even though I always, you know, fuck it up at some point. Yeah. Um, but I'm not, uh, obnoxious with it. Right. Like I'm not like, oh, I'm going to get swole. Right. Or something like it might be 30 minutes of something physically every day. It could be stretching. Right. Running, lifting, you know, walking, whatever. Right. Um, I yep. do something like that. And for the most part, I, I hang on. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good thing to do. And as we're looking into 2023. I thought yeah. it'd be fun if we made some wild ass predictions for what's going to happen this year. Almost zero context predictions. Yeah. So do you want to start or you yeah. want me to start? I'll start. Okay. I'll start okay. I, I have, I have three, three points and we'll start. We'll start with number one here. Cause it's going to be the, the earliest thing to happen in 2023. Okay. okay? The Minnesota Vikings are winning the Super Bowl. Let's go. I love it. Okay. I got this whole thing planned out here. All yeah. Right? I wanna, so they're going to be the three seed. Yes. Right? Yep. And so they're going to play the Giants. So we're going to play the Giants at home. We already beat them at home. You were there Christmas Eve or whatever it was. Yeah, mm -hmm. Christmas Eve. Yep. White out. Um, yes. But they're going to get them back for 01 for the 41 donut game. And mm. this season, just to put in a smack down on them. Okay. Yes. Well, that means I think the Cowboys beat the Bucks. And then we get the we get the Cowboys then in the next round at home. We get them back for earlier in the year. Get them back for the Drew Pearson push off. Get them back for the Herschel trade. Everything. You write the ship. I also think the Packers stay hot. And if it's going to happen, it has to happen one way where the Packers go to Philly and they beat the Eagles and then they come to U.S. Bank Stadium. And if we're going to win, go to the Super Bowl, you beat your arch rivals, the biggest nemesis you have at home. And you, that's how that's how this whole thing dies. Like it can't happen. It can't happen after you just got the brakes beat off you by the Packers in Lambeau. All this Justin Jefferson, oh, it's, nope, done. He'll probably have three touchdowns and 250 yards, all on Jair Alexander. So pull him. They'll bench him. They'll bench his ass. That's delicious. What a what a re 
I, I mean, I don't want to call it ridiculous. I just think it's that's just a spicy, and I love it. And I agree with you, right? Uh, in that, that's how it will happen in the most unrealistic way that we could ever think of, right? And you listed like two revenge games in there. We got the shit kicked out of us by Dallas and Green Bay. We're gonna yep. stomp on them, and then who we play in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs rematch of Super Bowl four. Okay. So the first Super Bowl the Vikings ever lost. Replay it. That was twenty three to seven. You can look it up. Chiefs won. So the Vikes beat the Chiefs twenty three seven, and it's perfect because it's in Arizona, the Snowbird State. The all the Minnesota people are here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. It it's just a perfect story tale ending. So there it is. The Minnesota Vikings. Sorry, Ross. Uh, the Vikings beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And then the Chiefs trade Mahomes straight up for Cousins because they yep. want him so bad. And we have – yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. You got it. All right. I love it. Uh, mine is sports-related, which is one of my favorite things. And it's gambling-related, which is one of my favorite things. Ooh. And it is that sports gambling – becomes legal in Minnesota in 2023. Let's go. Almost happened last year. Okay. There was kind of a last minute push with the, with the tribes here in Minnesota um, and the legislature and they were working on deals, but they couldn't quite get it over the finish line. I think this is the year, right? Like Minnesota is very much a, we're the middle of the country state. We're never going to be the first to, you know, legalize marijuana, but we're also not going to be the last, right? Like we're not that progressive or that conservative. We're just somewhere right in the middle. And there's currently 32 states that have legalized sports gambling as the sessions unfurl. I think that's going to be one of the things that happens this year in the state of Minnesota. And I couldn't be happier. I can now be my own bookie. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And we can take down FanDuel together. Absolutely. Bankrupt handle. I hope that happens. I hope that happens. Um, out here, it's pretty wild because it's the same thing. Uh, the only real casinos are on uh, res- reservation land out here mm-hmm. as well in Arizona. So to see them grow and build these massive sports books is pretty awesome. Um, I hope Talking Sticks is done by the next time you come out here. But they're also building them at places. So, like, um, at TPC, Scottsdale, DraftKings yeah. is putting one in. That's going to be a problem because I live – four blocks away from TPC Scottsdale. Um, but what, I mean, there's no, I mean, I'm sure you've spent some times in a, in a sports book. A few. Yeah. In my life. Is there anywhere better to watch a game? No. Um, just because of the access you have to everything. Right. I mean, I mean, there's no better way to watch a game, uh, other than having money on it. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Even if it's just like a little five bucks, right? You're you're invested. Every play has a an out uh, a factor in the outcome of the game, and you're just riding those highs, you know, feeling those lows a little bit more. Just makes it a little bit more exciting, right? And I think, like, I love the like what they're doing, like in states like Arizona, right? Because I, I I've been to sports books in Vegas, and they're fine. I think they're becoming out of reach for the normal sports gambler. Mm-hmm. You have to 
you have to throw down a big stake to get a seat, right? And right. there's like a potentially like food and drink minimums. And, you know, they, they just want you there spending money um, because they don't make a ton of money off sports gambling. It's like realistically like one of their least profitable things. Right. In Vegas, because most people want to be like be on the slots, be on the tables, going to shows, moving around, right? But I think that's why it's so successful in states is because we don't have access to that, but we do have access to the games, right? So give us that. And seeing like that video you sent of TPC Scottsdale, right? And the sports book that they're going to put in there and the, the lounge and all that. I mean, that is that looks like fucking heaven. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not distracted by anything else, right? There's no bells and whistles going off anywhere else. It's just a bar, but you can gamble and you have you can see the lines. You got every game. Woo! I need that in my life. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, think of that come the open weekend, which this year is going to be crazy. Which is Super Bowl and the Waste Management Open, which is one of the biggest sporting events in the world is the WM open. I mean, last year we went on Saturday and they said that their estimated attendance was over half a million people. And I have that video from when we walked up to hole 10 and you kind of go over this little hill and you could see like um, the backside of 16, 17, 18 right there. And it's like, Oh my gosh, I easily 500,000 people. I mean, it was nuts. Yeah. So think of it that weekend, like that place is just going to be crawling and just money everywhere right it's stupid not to do it right now right what what is anybody waiting on i don't know that's what i don't understand like you just you just just don't want the money as a state right i get like yeah you implement all the 1-800 bets off all that shit like responsible gambling i get all that but a little bit of juice on any game is it's it's good for the soul well, I think it's funny that the United States government is uh, extremely worried about us gambling all of our money away, but they want to see if we spend $600 or more on Venmo next year. So it's kind of like, which one do you want, right? Like, <laughs> Do you want us to piss it all away or do you not, you know, it's, it's, what are you spending your money on? At least if we're gambling, you know, and you're taking a cut right away. Correct. Yeah. Get your, get your piece of the pie. That's fine. Let me spend it how I want to yeah. spend it. Exactly. So that's my first. Shout out taxes. Yep. Yeah, shout out taxes. <laughs> <laughs> What's your second? Um, my second is we're doomed and I think COVID's coming back. Oh. COVID-23? Yeah, probably oh. it'll probably be COVID-22 because they were they're kind of years Oh yeah, that's always. right. Yep. So it launched. So, it happened. Um, it already happened, technically. Right. And it's just coming. Where do you yeah, think it hits yeah. first? Probably L.A. or New York, for sure. Those, I mean, California will shut down. New York will shut down. I don't, honest, in all honesty, I don't know if we could ever see another, like, we're not letting people do anything again, like, a night, you know, 2020. That'll never happen again. People okay. will lose their minds. I think that would just be lit- Little riots in the streets, right? Like they would probably drag politicians out of their homes if people lost businesses like that again, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but I just see like all this stuff. Like, I mean, China is crazy right now. 
right? Mm-hmm. And then I just got an alert today about the new Omicron variant running rampant. And I thought Omicron was a variant of COVID and I don't know anything, um, but I just, it just got a weird feeling to the start of the year, kind of like seeing all that stuff in China again. And it's like, oh boy, it just seems like a little deja vu-ish, you know? It'd be, you know, I don't want to see things shut down, but what would you give for like just a two week pause again? <laughs> don't get me wrong. It'd be kind of nice. They did it right. Oh my God, it'd be great. If they did it right. And it was like, okay, actually, for real this time, 15 days to stop the curve. Nobody goes anywhere, okay? You got three weeks to get your groceries, whatever. This day, nobody's working for, for you know, two weeks. Yeah. We play so much God. So much. I, so they got to – here's what they would have to do or what I would love to see them do if they do it, right? Uh, and let's just – let's make it a month. Just give everybody a month off, right? Just for fun. Sure. Uh, you got to, re- re- you know, reduce all the throttling on internet because that's taking a beating, yep. right? Um, make sure all the liquor stores are stocked up. Bring Bush Apple back, right? That's part of it. Yep. Um, just put a pause on all, like, loan payments for a month. Like, nobody's got to pay their mortgage. Nobody's got to pay their car payment. Like, let's do this right. Like, let's make it a true pause. Everything's paused for a month. Like, we can't move. Banks don't move. Fuck them, right? And then we just, we play a lot of video games. We watch all of Netflix. We get halfway through Hulu. And we make sure our livers are okay. And then we go back to life. Hey, I think we solved it, Ben. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Easy. Easy peasy. That's all you got to do, folks. That's it. That's how you get back to even. And, I mean, yeah, you got to get back to even, right? <laughs> so, no, that's my – that like, the Vikings winning the Super Bowl was, like, my one, like, hurrah of 2023, and COVID coming back is, like, my downfall. Oh, no. So, okay, okay. Hope not. Hope to be wrong. Hope to go 50% one way. So. Well, we're going to – we'll review this at the start of 24, see where we're at. Deal. Um, I think, for my second, I think – Champagne Fatty streaming account generates seven figures in 2023. Wow. I think it's going to happen. You know, yeah, I've thought about that. I mean, I know everybody (laughs) wants that to happen too. I mean, I hear it a lot. Um, If I was to make a million dollars, that'd be great. Um, But, you know, I don't think... I don't think we say anything bad or dumb ever. I think we're all pretty like we're pretty we're pretty good. I think we're all pretty good adults and we don't say anything stupid or anything like that that I'd be embarrassed for anybody to hear yeah. or see. But I don't think that everybody else realizes like how much harder it is to set all that up and then play. For so sure. Just be like, okay, let's play. Yeah. So it, it's like it's like my prediction slash wish because I want you back right, on okay. the sticks more. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. <laughs> right. Um, that's fair. You've been a busy boy, uh, yeah. which is good. You're grinding hard, and I love it. But I want to see you back on there, getting a little bit of that time in, 
maybe turn it on once yeah. in a while. We got to figure out a way to make it easy. It's got to be an e- there's got to be an easier way, especially now with these new spaceships that we play on. That's true. That's fair. There probably is an easier way, but I don't know that easier way. And I remember when I first started doing it, it was like, all right, you got to make sure this camera thing works and it's all set up. And it was like a 40 minute thing. And then it's like, okay, I'm ready. And I was like, yeah, that's not fun. No. Yeah. That's too much. Like this is, yeah. I send you a link, I hit record and off we go. Right. There's gotta be something like that, that we could figure out for your, for, for, for that streaming channel. I would think maybe we upload, let's look at it. Maybe we upload the videos of this to that streaming channel. Oh, there you go. That's a, that's an idea. There's a million dollar idea. Boom. You can see Tina Um, running around in the snow in the backyard. Us drinking beer. 500, 500 K a piece. I can live off that. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. What's your, do you have a third? I do not. Those are your two. I thought hard on it. Okay. Yeah, I, I just did two. I got one more. Okay. And this is the icing on the cake for 23. That'll make oh, it a, a fantastic year. At some point during the year, the entirety yeah. of the COD squad will be in one place at one time. I'd love that. Spread to the winds it's right now. Happen. It's going to happen. We're making it happen. Oh, yeah. I think next July, we just make it happen. We can all meet in Okaboji or wherever in the Midwest. I don't care. I'll fly into Omaha first. We'll stop and see Dahl. We'll spend the time. I'll go to Sioux Falls. We'll whatever. Whatever is easiest. But, yeah, it's got to happen. Um, I mean, yeah, if it doesn't, last, for if, sure. if it doesn't, I'm just going to old school motherfuckers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rent a black van. And just drive around and kidnap everybody and put us all in the back of a van and be like, here we are, guys. Now what? <laughs> We're here. We're here. Because you have not, you've never met Dalt, right? Correct. Justin and I have and never that's... met uh, everybody. Well, no, either is Ryan. Because Ryan hasn't met Justin. Yeah. Correct. And Dalt. And Ty thinks he has. Ty, Ty's not for sure either. I'm the only one that has. That's met everyone face-to-face, right? I, I mean, we're all, Correct. like, brothers in that sense in that, like, we, we spend a lot of time talking to each other and, like, know a lot about each other's lives. But face-to-face interactions, solid, firm handshakes, maybe a high-five. I don't know. You know, you're the only one who's ever done it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Uh, no, it is a wild thing to think about, especially when we say it out loud because we do spend a lot of time interacting with each other. I mean, we have two group texts always going, a group Snapchat <laughs> always going. Uh, you, I mean, we're the reason you have Snapchat. Correct. It's I the mean, only the Snapchat. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand why we have it. If I'm being honest, that's the old yeah. guy in me coming out. I don't get it because we text on two other chains. <laughs> But sometimes the Snapchat, like, send the picture, send the video to the group. That's that's good. For um, sure. And then also it's your brother, too. Like, he mutes group texts. So it's like another chain of command to find Justin. Yeah, it's like we're always looking for a new way to get a hold of that kid. Um, right. And so I can't wait for the next group messaging app to come out, and we all get on it, and he mutes us three days later. 
Uh, there is one. There is a new one. It's I don't know what it's called, but it's like Snapchat, but it uses both of your cameras at the same time. So it uses like your front and back camera at the same time. So every picture you take has both. And it's like it's like Snapchat. I don't want to get on. I'm just saying it's here if you want to do that. Uh, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good on that. But when everybody else decides yeah. that's how they're going to communicate, I guess I'll have to adopt it. Yeah. Because I don't want to miss out. We, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we would. I don't think we would be missing out. <laughs> oh, shit. So that's, uh, that's 23 in a nutshell, folks. Yep. Put it in the bank. Play, yep, put it in the bank. COVID's coming back. I'm starting streaming again. Vikings winning the Super Bowl. And the COD squad's getting together. So and Gambling's legal in Minnesota. And gambling's legal in Minnesota. Place your bets in Minnesota. Now, I will say if one of those five things comes true, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. Well, no. Nope. Yeah, for sure. If four of those things came true, that'd be dope. One of yeah, those things yeah, coming true, yeah, I would not it. like. <laughs> yeah, we skewed the one to how we could make it work for ourselves, but still would suck a lot Correct. in general. Correct. Uh, you know, we we do, when we've been on your show a lot, you're always like, you throw out, hey, rank this, let's let's come up with our tops, top whatever. I think the first time I was on, I asked you like what your top beers were, and that kind of like, got us yep. going down this path and so you know something we want to do on this and we haven't really like come up with a name for it is really just kind of like throw up throw together lists everybody does lists uh we'll come up with a name for it um but you your idea for for today's show was the top five greatest minnesota athletes of all time right Correct. now was yeah. this and and so i was a little my brain instantly went in two directions. Are we taking this seriously? Or are we going to fuck around? <laughs> well, you're my number one, so... So we're fucking around. <laughs> no, no. I did take it seriously because okay. you did skew it then, too. You said greatest high school athletes of all time. That's right. Yeah, high school athletes of all time. And so yep. I'll... Since you went first last time, I'll go first this time. So my number one. Oh, you're starting at one? Start at five. Oh, start, start at, five. at five. Oh, shit. And I have a bunch of honorable mentions. Good. I'm glad. I have I have one honorable mention. So you start with the HM and I'll start with the HM. Mm. Honorable mention for me would be. Oh fuck, man! I'm looking at this list and because I just like threw them together, and I only had one ranked. Uh, so I'm just gonna. So mine are just kind of like five or six. Okay. It's, it's actually okay. like thirteen. But uh, first one, I'll go Gable Stevenson. Yeah, I love it. That's my that's my number one. Okay. Ever. Okay greatest athlete in minnesota high school history freak i don't know i mean people are probably listening and they're like who's that here's the deal kid moved to minnesota to wrestle in the seventh grade at apple valley his seventh grade year he went 39 and 2 
and he never lost a high school match after that year. Won the state championship, seventh grade through 12th grade, Olympic gold medalist, two-time NCAA champion, the best ever, the best Yeah, ever. yeah, and so again, he's, you know, it's not honorable mention. He's just on my list of, like, greatest yeah. athletes, greatest Minnesota high school athletes of all time. And when I was, like, looking him up, right, because um, I, I was going through all the sports, and I was like, God, fucking wrestling's a thing here. But it doesn't come to mind. So I started, and I knew he was from here. And so my immediate thought went to like Brock Lesnar. But then I'm like, no, he's from South Dakota, right? Um, he just lives here now. And he was a college wrestler here. But so I, I, you know, I'm Googling and like the top like four that come up on like all the lists all wrestled at Apple Valley. And they all moved yeah. there from somewhere else. And it's just like, holy shit. I didn't realize the hotbed Apple Valley wrestling was. Yeah, that was big. Um, when we were in high school, I'm trying to think there was a kid, your brother and I's age. So, um, but he moved from Iowa. He had a really interesting name too, but he moved like right before his freshman year and he was undefeated freshman through senior year. And he was supposed to wrestle at Wisconsin. And he said, I'm not going to wrestle in college. I'm just going to go to Colorado and train for the Olympics. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Yeah. All right. So that was mine. You go next. And I know I stole your number one. I feel bad about that. That's okay. That's okay. So I'll start with my honorable mention. Um, My honorable mention is Bronco Nagurski. Mm, He's on my list. I'll strike him. Did you? So great. I mean, in a lot in a lot of people's eyes, the greatest athlete of all time is Bronco Nagurski. Like, if you like old school, I mean, he's like he was a professional wrestler. He won a bunch of like world championships with the Chicago Bears. Played for the Gophers. I think he's like from Brainerd, but it's like the. I mean, he was big. I think he graduated high school in like the twenties or the thirties. Mm-hmm. So that's why I put him at honorable mention because it's something that always sticks with me. If I played high school football in the twenties, I would have been one of the biggest people in the world. Correct. Right. Like six foot, six foot one, 275 pounds. It would have been like, Oh my God, this is one of the largest human beings ever. I would have been in the circus. For sure. For sure. But, um, so that's why I put him at honorable mention. Um, but Bronco Nagurski, I think that's probably a name that a lot of people hear and they'll be like, Oh, I know, I know that name. So, yeah. And like a lot of people, no idea he's from here. Right. Did you know right. that uh, he was like the first case of illegal recruiting at the high school level in Minnesota? I did not know that. Yeah, so I did he, not know that at all. He had to. I think it was. I think he had to sit out his junior year of high school because he he was at one high school and he got re- essentially told like, "Hey, come play over here. We're just better. You'll get more exposure." And they made him sit out a year. That's nuts, right? Like, who even would have like found out about that back then right i think we had right. the telephone but geez that's crazy i did not know that also i just had to look it up destin mccauley was the kid i was thinking of okay. he was um so destin mccauley just for people interested his all-time win percentage in high school wrestling is Ninety-seven point six one percent. He was two eighty-six and seven. Gable was two twelve and three, and then Mark Hall was before Gable two seventy-seven and four. 
Jesus. Isn't that nuts, dude? That's, that's gaudy. Right? Like, those three guys wrestled at the same high school. Just crazy. Sorry, it's insane back to, to me. Bronco and the Ill- illegal recruiting. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it. I just found that interesting when I was looking him up. Like, reading that, I was like, huh, ain't that some shit? How many letters do you think they that had to send shit. in order to determine that he was illegally recruited? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Also, shout out to Gophers for being the first to illegally recruit somebody. Like, let's get back to that, PJ. Let's crank that shit up. Let's start winning. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's cheat. Let's start cheating. That's how you win in college athletics. All right. This is where I kind of go like uh, a little weird. Okay. Sonny Lee. Sonny Lee. The gymnastics. Uh, A lot of people won't know who that is. Yep. She won the gold medal in gymnastics this last year, right? Mm Mm-hmm. On the all-around. South St. Paul. Yeah, born in St. Paul. Yeah. Badass, right? Like, good for her, yeah. right? Uh, you know, I yeah. t- and to me, like, I just think, like, gold medals trump a lot of shit. And, you know, I, I get it, like, you know, maybe she wasn't as dominant in high school or whatever. But, look, like, we're talking legacy, right? She was on a Wheaties box. Or whatever they do now. Went to Disney World, all that good stuff. Right? Little Olympic darling. So, she's my, uh, I guess you'd call it five. Number five. Yeah. She also, also, I I wanted to say play gymnastics, but that's not the thing. She participates in gymnastics at Auburn. Correct. it's not like she's just like some random pile that happened to sneak her way into the Olympics and win. Correct. Um. I just think nobody knows gymnastics. That's the only gymnastics person like. And if she wasn't from Minnesota, I already would have forgot her name. Correct. Exactly. And like, so, and, and I know we're talking high school and it's really, that's a, that's a weird one to throw in there. Cause realistically she didn't compete in high school. She was doing like the world competitions, uh, the all, you know, they don't have high school career. Like the good gymnasts don't have high school careers. That's when they peak. It's when they're like 18 years old. Right. So she didn't get a chance to, you know, win a title for South St. Paul. She won a gold medal. So uh, chalk that up as a pretty big accomplishment for an 18-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I'd take that. I would take, I'd take a gold medal. Um, so, I mean, I don't think this guy has a gold medal, but my number five, and I did kind of kind of like you, like you'll see through this list, there's definitely some multi-sport people that okay. deserve it, but – my number five is TJ Oshie. I still my list. Um, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people would probably say like Neil Broughton is the best hockey player ever from the state of Minnesota. But I also didn't watch hockey in the 70s. And it kind of goes back to my thing. Like, when are the athletes better mm-hmm. right now? Um, and TJ Oshie scored like six goals in the shootout against Russia. And yep. Team USA was like, nope, go again. Go again, TJ. Go again. Again. And he just kept scoring again. goals against Russia. And it was like Minnesota against Russia, and we won. Fuck yeah. We won. Fuck yeah. So, and a little TJ bit of recency bias one. there. You know, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Like, I mean, there. that's the thing is, like, when you start going through hockey 
dudes. That list is littered with a lot of names you've probably never heard of because it's yes. just so it's so talent rich in this state. Um, so I was, yeah, also trying to like look for one from the hockey pool that uh, people would kind of understand and, and or know. And I guess it's kind of like me trying to show love to the state of Minnesota as a whole on all right. the sports that I'm kind of like throwing in there. Yeah. Yeah. And also he did play hockey. I think he's a war road guy. Yeah. And it's like war road and Baudette. Those are the two biggest like hockey program high school wise in the nation. And they're in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. like hardcore hockey people know where war road and Bar- Baudette are. So, mm-hmm. um, but did do a little trading. I think he was a UND guy. So would have been nicer if he would have stayed for the Gophers, but beating Russia over beating North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you got to take that. You got to take that. Uh, so I'd say my next is I'm jumping into the football world. Okay. Larry Fitzgerald. Love it. Love I mean, it. first ballot HOF, right? Like, we all want that dude. We all want it. We've all been begging, like, just come back and play for us for one year. Right. Like he, yeah, he was everything Minnesotan. Right. Um, I don't know what his stats were in high school. I don't care. He was a, he's a great player throughout his career, like all the way through, got better and better and better, consistent, reliable hands, longevity. I mean, an all around good dude. Like I've played in some, I played in, uh, I actually beat him in golf. Yeah, fun fact loser. fun fact uh at uh, greg jennings charity golf tournament <laughs> um but he like just flew in for the day to to do this charity tournament that was going to benefit minnesota like literally got off a plane showed up at the driving range participated in the closest to pin challenge then teed off in like 20 minutes came in second got beat by jeff heinrich tony wolverton and a soccer player <laughs> take that fitz take that let's go yeah so he he's he's uh he's my throw or my shout out to to football in the state of minnesota i love it um i will tell you this uh this might become like a real shocker to a lot of people um larry fitzgerald i'm sure he was a stellar high school athlete obviously uh but he was committed to gustavus adolphus that's that's where he was gonna go play college football and then he went to a prep school in Pennsylvania, and that's when he went, got saw by Pitt, played like some spring football thing out there, and then went to Pitt. Um, but yeah, isn't that wild? Could you imagine? And that would have been like fun fact: uh, Andy Trado, your brother and I's high school offensive coordinator, who was an All-American kick returner yep. at Gustavus, Ryan Hogue, who was actually Mister Irrelevant in the NFL draft one year. Yep. And they would have had Larry Fitzgerald. So, Gustavus probably would have made a run at a D3 national championship had they had those guys. Legit. I mean, add Fitz. I mean, obviously. Yeah, right? God. So. That would have been insane, man. Yeah, just up the road. Would have made a lot of trips to St. Peter. Everybody would have been talking about how good the Golden Gusties are. <laughs> is that is that what it is? Are they the Golden Gusties? <laughs> yeah, absolutely they are. <laughs> 
Okay. They are 100%. <laughs> okay. Maybe that can be our next thing is the top five worst Mayak mascots. Because you got the Johnnies, the Tommies, the Olies. Oh. They're all their name. The Golden Gusties, St. Olaf Olies, St. John Johnnies, St. Thomas Tommies. I'm going to guess they don't have a marketing. They don't have marketing programs at those schools, right? They're just not creative enough to come up with a mascot. They're just like, fuck it. We're whatever our name is. The Johnnies. And then you got Hamlin. They're, Hamlin's the Pipers. Like, just out of nowhere. They're like, we'll pick a mascot. <laughs> Good job, Hamlin. Yeah, shout out. Um, so, my number four, Jalen Suggs. I like that. Um, he was not this on is my list. Where, this is kind of where the, the new age kind of creeps in. But Jalen Suggs was a hell of a football player, too. And he was recruited by about everybody. I think he was a four-star. And he was the number one recruit in basketball, I'm pretty sure. Maybe number two. He's top three. Sure. Let's leave it at that. Sure. And then he was a top, what, four draft pick? Yep. So, playing for the Orlando Magic right now. Um, yeah, Jalen Suggs is my number four. Absolute stud. I remember watching him at the prep bowl his junior year when mm-hmm. he was at SMB. I wish there was a way that the Gophers could have found a way to get him on the basketball and the football team. They couldn't. They didn't want to offer. I mean, I would assume that they were trying to, but why? Why couldn't that happen? Right. Because he even said, like, there's a big thing when he hit that buzzer beater in the national championship or the semis, whatever. Um, they had always they had talked about like. Oh, you know, really, he still loves football more than anything. And this is football. He's just really good at basketball. That's crazy. So. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was a stud quarterback, right? Yeah, he was a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yep. would have been. He would have been an upgrade from old Tanner Morgan. <laughs> Watch your mouth. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Um. Uh, all right, so for, for my next, I'll go, uh, I'm going to shout out another female athlete, Lindsay Whalen. You bet. You bet. She's on my list. Let's go. Sky Ma. Here we are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's just, a, again, and just another Minnesota legend, right? Uh, from here, went to school here, you know, had a great professional playing career and is now back home coaching the women's gophers team like good for her good for fucking her yep nope i'm all about it that's incredible yep um yeah so i guess i'll just go i'll give you my number three and my number two because then i'm done number three for me is joe mauer okay so um yeah joe mauer obviously everybody knows him as the catcher of the minnesota twins but he was an incredible high school quarterback as well. Bobby Bowden, one of the greatest college coaches of all time, said he's the best quarterback that he ever recruited. Joe Maurer was the best quarterback that Bobby Bowden ever recruited, which is crazy to think about that because Joe Maurer is also the greatest thief of all time because he stole millions of dollars from the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> from the Polats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he's... Anyone who's younger than 50 years old, right, he is the legendary Minnesota athlete of all time, right? Drafted by the hometown team, 
got brought up, had success, by all accounts, a really great professional career. Um, that's what you want, right? You know, on you, you couldn't get him out in high school. I know that. Like, if he got out, it was an accident. No. He was impossible to pitch to. Uh, great catcher. Probably at a detriment to his hitting. The fact that he played catcher, right? If he would have just, like, went and played first base earlier, he probably would have been a better hitter over the course of his career. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, the dude... The dude had hands. It was crazy. And, yeah, like you said, great football player. And I think that was one of those things that everybody, like, always wondered, like, what could he have been? You know, because he's 6'5". He was 220 pounds. You know, the the prototypical NFL quarterback size, and he had a cannon. Right. That being said, could you imagine him knowing what you know about him now, right, and how quiet he is, how – just kind of bland he is. Could you imagine him as like a leader of an NFL team or a college one for that matter? No. Right. No, 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 not at all. I mean, and I was just thinking about it right now. Like hypothetically, let's say Joe Maurer goes the baseball route. Mm-hmm. And so then four years, what I think he would have probably got drafted to like Oh two Oh three, probably coming into the NFL. Vikings would have been terrible. Could you imagine Joe Maurer being a Minnesota professional sports legend in another like realm of life? No. As as the number seven purple quarterback for the Vikings, like, could you imagine that? Not a chance. Not a chance. Right? Like it. It. it I mean, it'd be great. It would have been great, but just knowing who he is now, no. What if he would have been like our Dion? What if he would have played for the Vikings? Like it would have been a perfect scenario. He would have been one of those two sport professional athletes, played DH for the Twins, and and then throw touchdowns for the Vikes on Sundays. Be awesome. <laughs> we might have had a a franchise quarterback. You would have a Joe Mauer jersey. You would be wearing one right now. I mean, we'd make a Mauer seven, right? Right. <laughs> That'd be dope. Yeah, no, uh, maybe I would have got his jersey. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I just, yeah, I think realistically when, you know, what you know of him, I just, I don't see him being a uh, successful leader in a huddle, let alone a locker room. But that's just me. No. I know he's a great guy. You, uh, think, you think Kirk's a nerd. Right. Imagine that guy. Correct. Although he did rap. <laughs> Kirk? <laughs> Joe Maurer. He did? <laughs> yes. He yeah. Did? Yeah, like when he signed that big contract, there was some stupid interview that he did where he talked about how he built a studio in his house so he could practice rapping. <laughs> how much would those be worth if they got out? A Joe Maurer mixtape of him spitting bars or trying to spit bars. That'd be fucking hilarious. It would be. I've also, I don't think I've ever heard of a more, I grew up in white suburban uh, suburban America thing than that. (laughs) I got paid 
millions and millions of dollars. I went to Crete and Durham Hall. I have a rap <laughs> studio in my house. My big endorsement was Lando Lakes Milk. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> he says white bread as they come, dude. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> gospel rap. Uh, so, and it, I will just say this. I think, like, not having him on your list is almost sacrilegious to a point just because of how legendary yeah. he was in high school. That being said, he's not on my list. So. Wow. Yeah, my, my number two and my shout-out to baseball is Dave Winfield. Fair. Fair. Fucking stand out everything in high school. Right? Uh I you know, I never I never didn't even bother to look it up, but he played basketball. I think he played basketball in college, dude. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure he played basketball and baseball for the Gophers. Yeah. Uh pretty sure he played football. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. He's a ma he's talking about a massive human being. Yeah. Six six. Look this. Let's look this shit up, real quick. Sorry for the for the interlude there, folks. That's my bad. That's my bad. St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, Winfield did not become a formidable six foot six athlete until his senior year at St. Paul Central. How about that? Yeah, full baseball That's scholarship nuts. to the Gophers, where he starred in baseball and basketball. I mean, could you imagine him as a tight end or a D end? No. Would have been great at it, though. You know it. So, yeah. Um, obviously, Hall of Fame. Played for, you know, 20-plus fucking years. 3,000 hits. 465 home run. You know, pre-juice. Pre pre-juice. Imagine yeah. him on juice, dude. Oh. He'd have made all these That's people nuts. look like fucking pussies. Um, but anyways. So, he, he was my – he's my shout-out, my – Homage to Minnesota baseball. And then my number one greatest Minnesota athlete is to men's basketball. Because I think like that's kind of like the flashy thing in the state. And maybe yeah. it's just because when I was growing up. Um, but my number one is Khalid Elamine. I don't even know who that is. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, shit. I never... Okay. All right. So he won back to back titles at Minneapolis North. Um with like three other studs who all went D one. Um went to UConn and won two national championships there. Okay. Short little point guard. Yeah, five ten. Little point guard got drafted thirty fourth overall by the Bulls. Wow. Yeah, no, I had, I've never. Oh, excuse never, me. Minneapolis ever. North, three straight state titles. McDonald's All-American, Mr. Basketball, Big East Rookie of the Year. Uh, he was the starting point card in the team that won NCAA championship over Duke uh, in 99. He was it, man. He was like the guy in Minnesota basketball in like, the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. That's nuts. 
You never heard of him. That's yeah. insane. So we're going to educate some of your no. uh, some of your friends, apparently, uh, who who had never heard of Khalid Elamine. He's my number one, man. Yeah, no, I. That's crazy. That's crazy. He was it. He was it back then, man. And he's just a little dude, but quick, had handles, could shoot. Just made plays. He was tough as fuck, too. I almost put That's Sam nice Jacobson on the list. You ever heard of Sam Jacobson? Nope. No. I almost put Chris Humphreys on the list because yeah, of his post clip, because of his post playing career and reality TV days, but <laughs> I left him off. Yeah, I also <laughs> would say like basketball is like my least sure. thing of interest. Sure. Right. Sure. So That's fair. Um uh, like Royce White is probably the greatest Minnesota basketball player I would know because he was in high school and I was in high school. Right on. Right on. And then he went to the U and then stole a laptop and then he went to Iowa State and then he had anxiety and couldn't fly on a plane. So never panned out. So. Yeah, it did not work out. <laughs> no. All right. So so give me a recap here. I'll hit you with my recap. All right. Honorable mention, Bronco Nagurski. Number five, TJ Oshi. Number four, Jalen Suggs. Number three, Joe Maurer. Number two, Lindsey Whalen. Shout out Hutchinson. Number one, Gable Stevenson. Yeah, and so I had honorable mention Gable Stevenson. And then I went number five, Sonny Lee or Suni Lee. I'm not, maybe I'm not pronouncing that right. Then I think it was four was Larry Fitzgerald. Three was Lindsey Whalen. Two was Dave Winfield. One was Khalid Elamine. It's a good list. Nice. That's good stuff. Uh, that is good. That was fun. I, I enjoyed that. That made, it made me think this week too. For sure. When I because I because I could have. I mean, I really was like, I did struggle with it a little bit. So I moved guys around. I had Fitz in, then I took Fitz out. So I was like, gosh, Jalen Suggs two sport. Joe Mauer two sport. Like yep. that, you know, like that especially when we're talking about the high school stuff. And, I mean, I'm sure Lindsey Whalen still has like every record in women's basketball. Uh, uh, Paige Beckers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You could have put her on there. She was on my yeah. list oh, again. So I have like 14 names. She's on my list, but I, I just, I went with Lindsay because again, it just the post, what she's doing for the state, you know, all that stuff kind of like weighed on, you know, Paige went to UConn. She left, right? Right, you know. She she's also one of the highest paid NIL athletes in America. So shout out Paige. What's she getting? Do you have any idea? I I honestly I just looked at a list. Uh, so those of you that don't listen to my pod, I just had Ross Bernstein on. Ross Bernstein is a fellow Fairmont Cardinal, as you like to call it, Fairmontite. Shout out, rise up, all you Fairmontites! Sing it for me, Jeff. So you um, said that a couple but, times, and I was like, is that a thing? Is that what we called ourselves? I don't know, but that's in <laughs> the school song. Okay. They literally, the 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 menace, well, it's anchors away. Yeah, I was going to say, but we just stole what, that from Michigan. Right. I don't know what we called it. It's anchors away is the tune. Yeah. But they but when you sing it, it's rise up all you fair, my knights, shout to the sky, you rah, rah, right? You know, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I. Go Big Red. Go Big Red. Go Big we'll Red. We'll just leave it at that. Go Big Red. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm looking it up. Cause, and the reason I ask is I heard some crazy number today about Arch Manning. Yeah, four or five million dollars. He's at seven. Yeah. He's fucking 18 years old. I'm assuming he's already enrolled at Texas, but I don't know. That's generally what the today, these football players do. Yeah, today I saw the the picture of him rolling his stuff into his probably pretty shitty college dorm. Seven million dollars that guy could buy a house on Lake Lake Austin in Texas. God. That's insane. It's nuts. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Um, I'm just looking up page. Um, they have this stupid valuation list. Uh, she's the highest girl. Um, her valuation is 800 and some thousand dollars. Okay. $816,000, which I mean, everybody can say what they want, but let's not, let's, let's put all the bullshit aside. If you're a college kid and you're making $800,000, I don't want to fucking hear about anything else. That's stupid. That's stupid money. Stupid money for any yeah. human. Right? That's a, that's a lot of money for anybody. Right? Uh, I don't make right. that. So I would appreciate that. Um, and even more so when you consider, like, this is not to knock on women's athletics at all. Right? But the fact that she's almost at a million bucks is saying something. Right. Because that's that that number is kind of reserved for like quarterbacks and like star basketball players at big schools. Big ones. Correct. So good for her. Good for yeah. her. No, it's uh and that's just the valuation. So I don't even know. I'm sure she's over that number. And they said something like eleven thousand dollars per social media post Jesus. for like an ad. So that's what the reach is valued at. That's crazy. Think if somebody gave us $11,000 per episode of Back to Even. Uh, Two-week notice of resignation. Wouldn't even even give them two weeks. (laughs) Like my job, but I wouldn't. I'd be like, sorry, I got to record a pod once a week. Too busy. (laughs) Be more than that, brother. We'd be doing them more than once a week. (laughs) We're getting that much money. That's that's fair. I got to record two a day. <laughs> right, AM and right. PM show. <laughs> right. Right. Become a 24 hour news channel. Oh, shit. That'd be great. Yeah, it would. So, this is hopefully dropping uh, January 6th. Right. A little bit of wiggle room in there just with services posting the first episode. They got to review it, whatnot, you know. But sure. we hope that this is out prior to this weekend's sporting activities yes so let's make some weekly picks and i think we're gonna do some fun shit right like a lot of people make picks and they just kind of like joke around about it and like here's what i like here's what i don't we're gonna keep track of it um yep you know maybe after uh at the end of the year you know winner gets a buck or a thousand bucks or whatever we'll see how we're doing um but yeah we'll we'll kind of like hold ourselves accountable uh, and you, who knows, maybe you're, everybody's just going to start fading my picks because I kind of throw shit at a wall and see what sticks. Uh, we'll see, though. Maybe yeah. I maybe I just get hot and I stay hot. You never know. You, you never don't. know. You uh, don't. Yeah, I do love I do love betting this way. Also, um, you know, I, I threw out a math equation at the group one time and you were like, I'm in on it. 
if you took $5 and doubled that $5 every day for 31 days, you went 5 to 10, 10 to 20, 20, 40, all the way up. In 31 days, you would have $10 billion. So I think we take one of these, we take one of these bets. It's obviously like a plus. So you got to get a plus 100, right? We got to find something to double. Yep. I think we take a couple of these bets, throw them in a little parlay, see how far we can make $5 stretch. Imagine if, if us two idiots on the internet in 31 episodes were, were pushing a $10 billion. Well, yeah. Like, look, I'll be honest. I'm going to. I'm probably going to pull out at some point, right? Like when we're like sustainable, I'd be like, Hey, we need to take some of this out. (laughs) This is no longer let it ride money. This is generational money. Um, but yeah, I, I, I am in on that concept. I love that idea. And so let's fucking make it happen. So we got, we're going to do three picks a week. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. Yep. So let's see what fucking happens. Like, what do you, uh, what do you like this weekend? And and um, why if so you even my, have a why? Yeah, so I have I have why. Do you want me to go all three or just one? Yeah, just throw Start throw one. one, man. Okay, so um, my this is my favorite time in the NFL because everybody starts talking about all of the um, all of the like contract incentives that are out there for players going into the final week of the season, Mm. like where they can make a ton of money on this or that. So Christian Kirk wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars, he needs two catches for a $500,000 bonus and 91 yards for a $500,000 bonus. So Christian Kirk has a three catch 92 yard day. He's making an extra million dollars, which is pretty sweet. Also, you know this because of your son. The Jags are playing for the AFC South title <laughs> on Sunday. So, um, so shout out Jack. Um, Thanks, Jack. Right now, yeah, Christian Kirk's um, yard line is fifty six and a half. I'm just saying, he needs two catches for and 91, 92 yards for a million dollar day. I'm going to try to break some tackles, stay in bounce. You know, you're not going to, he knows that number going into the back of his head. So there's a ton of them. I looked at a bunch of them today. Cause like I said, it's just funny to see what's out there and how much money these guys can make um, by having a decent game on Sunday. So that's my, that's my number one lock of the week. Uh, Christian Kirk over 56 and a half receiving yards on Sunday. All right. I like that. And you know, Trevor Lawrence wants to win over his team, right? And so he's going to do whatever he can to get that guy's money, right? He's just that type of guy. I feel like he's that type of guy. I have no basis, in fact, by saying that. But I like where your head's at. And I love that research. Yeah, it's fun. That's next level. Because I look at week... Thank you. What is this, 17? 18. 18. I look at week 18 and I shake my head and think like no one knows what the fuck is going on this week because half the teams are out. People are resting. You know, our our seating is locked up. They know they don't have a buy. Like, so you just really don't know what's going to happen. And so I looked at like the one game that I think like has something on the line and went with my heart 
instead of my head. And I went Lions plus four and a half. I almost I went Lions it. money line. Uh, I think they're gonna. I think Dan Campbell's gonna show out. I think the. I think the Packers. Uh, <laughs> my last two Packers sticks have been terrible, but I think they blew their load last week against the Vikings. Okay, um, I thought they were gonna get their ass beat by them. They did not. Now I think that they don't have anything left in the tank to finish this run. And it's going to be cooler than it was last week. And the Lions are, they're just some fighting motherfuckers. I feel like they're going to take it to them. I really do. They so, are. So I like them plus four and a half. I think it's only a negative 105 or minus 105, but I like that bet. I do too. I like that a lot. Also, um, I mean, Nobody was the Lions are playing significant games now January, right? That like the the rule in the NFL if you're a bad team, like let's play meaningful games in December. And yep. they've done it and they've stayed hot and they're fighting their tails off. And I don't know how you could ever root against the Detroit Lions. Like I get right. upset when the Vikings lose to them, absolutely. But like, especially like watching Dan Campbell and if you watch any of that hard knocks, like that guy is so in on that, and you don't see that in professional athletics out of a coach. No. Like, he starts to cry when he talks about the team, you know? It's yep. like, he it means the world to him to be the head coach of of the Detroit Lions, where other guys have been like, this is my stepping stone job. When I do good here, I'm going somewhere else. Right. That's all he wants. Yep. Right? And it's such a story. I mean, Jamal Williams, the Packers didn't want him, so now he's going back with a shot like – you're telling me that if they give that guy the ball fourth and goal it, to win the game, he's not scoring. Yeah. No, he is. He's running through somebody. Right. Without For a doubt. Sure. For sure. And he knows all the tricks. They're going to wear the right cleats like the Vikings couldn't. Like, they they got it down. I love that pick out of you. I, I would have um, gone money line, but Dan Campbell's the coach. And he does some dumb things yeah. sometimes. So, I just went four and a half. But yeah, buy yourself some points. Yeah, if you're feeling frisky, go after that money line. Yeah, nothing wrong with a fiver on the money line. That's probably, I mean, four and a half. That's probably what plus two ten. Uh, money lines, yeah, one ninety eight. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good spot to live. Absolutely. Um, my second one is uh. So this is why I get frustrated when we don't hit bets because I do do research like this because I try to be really good at fantasy football all the time. Yeah. So the Oakland Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, excuse me, have the 30th worst passing defense in the NFL. Oof. Pat Mahomes' line is at 290 and a half. And he's also, I think somebody said today, 430 yards away from setting the single season passing yards record. So, book it. I, I'm taking the over two ninety five and a or two ninety and a half. Take the over. Love that. Love that. Yeah, uh, Raiders' pass defense is trash. I feel like they don't have anything to play for anymore either. What's the line on that? Isn't the line no. crazy? It's probably like fourteen and a half or thirteen and a half. Something stupid. I can look for you. Yeah, I look. Yeah, no, nine and a half. But I remember looking at that, going like, "Geez, this is where I just I look at all these lines. Like, so many of them are large, right? Uh, right. Uh, yeah, three, four, five. You got a fourteen, two fourteen point lines, right? And I, I think like 
half the games are a touchdown difference on the lines, right? Because this week is just so weird. I think the Raiders have just folded right. up shop. Derek Carr, I don't know where he went. I don't I don't know who their backup is, but, yeah, they're not going to keep it close. I think that's the only uh, detriment to, your, to, to him breaking the record is Chiefs get up big early. And Pacheco gets the ball I will a lot. say, though, I mean, I know they don't have anything to play for now, but Jared Stidham did come in and throw for, like, 330 yards last week. Devontae went off, had two touchdowns, 100 and some yards. So the backup's playing good. Mm. That's kind of like the, the second half of that, that tale yeah. is – if if the Raiders end this thing on a high note, nothing to play for. They already have their backup quarterback in there. Yep. Why wouldn't they just go after it keeps scoring? And if they, I'm pretty sure if the Chiefs win, they lock up the one seed. So the Chiefs have to to play. Yeah. So as long as the Raiders keep it in play, I mean, realistically, Mahomes could have 290 in the first half. I know that'd be tough, but really could. For sure. Could be a thing on how terrible oh. that defense is. God, he's done that in a quarter before. Right. Um, right. So who knows? I do think uh, there is a wrinkle there for you in what happens tomorrow with this uh, or on the sixth with the NFL owners meeting announcing what they're going to do with the AFC playoff scenario. Oh, they did today. They already announced it. Yeah. So they breaking I saw news a thing and maybe it was just speculative, uh, but it was like all these scenario based things. Yeah, so. so I saw a bunch of I saw that, but then I saw that the the owners are having a meeting tomorrow to determine what to do officially. Okay. So there's a lot gotcha. of scenarios on the table, and I I think one of them was essentially like the the AFC Championship becomes a neutral site game, and if that's the case, you know who knows? Like, what is there? I mean, I guess yeah, you're getting a buy. Yeah. So who knows? Well, yeah, we'll see. It'll be a. It, it maybe we'll just put an asterisk by that. Who knows? We'll see. Sure, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I still like it though. Uh, my next, I get. I'm getting off NFL because, again, I, to me that week, this week is just wacky, which is a great week for us to like yeah. throw out our first bets. So I moved on to the national championship, college football. Okay. Uh, my heart says TCU is going to hang in there. My brain says they are not. <laughs> so I can't like, I can't get myself to pick anything, uh, with respect to the line, um, you know, buying down points. I, I just can't do it because I want TCU to, to play well, very badly. Right, but I just also know Georgia is a different animal. Yeah. I mean the fact that they came that they beat Ohio State is shocking to me. Like they they were done. They were done. And Ohio State's not a dog shit yeah. football team. Like they're a great football team and they came back and beat them. Now, should they have lost? Sure. Um, but they got it done, and I just think like Unfortunately, I think it, it it might be you know a knife, a hot knife going through butter. Um, I don't want it to be, so I don't want to bet on that. So instead, I'm going for let's have a great game, let's score a bunch of points, and I'm going over sixty two and a half. 
I love it. So I love it. That's where I'm at. That's great. Um, so for my last one, I also did take it to the national championship. Um, and much like I hope all of America watched two of the best college football games I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of the 05 national championship, that's the best game ever. Um, UT USC, but those two are great. Um, I am taking TCU plus the points. Okay. What's it at? 13, 12 and a half now? Thir- 13 and a half. 13 and a half. last I saw. Okay. Um, either way, I just think you saw you saw Georgia not necessarily get exposed, but Georgia was in real trouble until Marvin Harrison Jr. went down. So as long as Johnston the big play receiver for TCU is up and healthy and going. I think there's so much. Um, I think that Max Duggan is just a, he's just a baller. He's going to not going to be a good NFL quarterback. I don't want anybody to start thinking that he is a great college quarterback. Great comparison. Tim Tebow, like those two guys are like, they're going to give you everything you got. They got, they'll run through you. They'll throw it around you. They're not going to succeed at the next level. Yeah. So I know, okay, Max Duggan is is he's got to know a little bit. I know he's declaring, but uh, this is it, right? And this is probably it for Stetson Bennett too. But I think we're gonna get a great national championship. Georgia also down on wideouts and they, their big uh, tight end that Darnell Washington got hurt against Ohio State. So that's that hurts. That's a big part of their stuff. Yeah. But, Plus two touchdowns on an offense that can score like that is is pretty wild. And I think we saw how good their defense can be. Sure. So, Absolutely. I know they ended up giving up a bunch of points, but I think everybody thought, like, from Jump Street, they were going to give up a bunch of points. So if that defense could hang around for two quarters again like that and then make big plays down the stretch, plus 13 and a half TCU. Love it. Love it. That's That's where I want to go. I just I'm a, I'm a scared little man. Apparently, can't do it. Yeah, uh, scared money don't make money, Jeff. I, I agree. And so for my third, I'm going back to a national championship game. This time we're going FCS. Ooh, yeah, baby. Uh, I mean, this is this is a rivalry. Wrapped up in a national championship game, North Dakota State, South Dakota State, right? South Dakota State's what? Are they? They're the one seed, as far as I know, right? But North Dakota yeah. State's that dog, right? That's just been around forever. Um, and like, I want to say, I, 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 I want to root for South Dakota State to win this thing, right? So this is a little bit of hedging for me, um, because I'd like to see them get one. I got. You know, my, my mom and dad went there. My sister went there. You know, TC went there. I got a lot of friends who went there. It's, you know, it's right up the road from where I went to college. I, I take a little pride in their success, even though I did not go there. Um, but I think the fact that they're playing North Dakota State, which is their rival, essentially, at that level, uh, bites them in the ass. So I'm taking NDSU money line. Love it. Which is plus 172. So, emotionally, if that bet doesn't hit, I'll be happy. If it hits financially, I'll be happy. 
right? It's a win-win. I like that. It's a win-win. I like that. Um, yeah, I actually, um, you know, I think there's a lot of pride around the Jacks. I think, like, probably, like, if you go to school in Fairmont, Minnesota, right, especially, like, obviously where we're from, people either go to college at South Dakota State or Minnesota State Mankato. And if you go to anywhere else outside of there, you're kind of like an outlier, right? Yep. Kind of fit on one of those lines. Growing up, we always went to the South Dakota State football camps. There's been some really good Fairmont players that have gone on. Brandon TC, um, you know, those guys, they played there. Um, Kyle Sheehan, you know, obviously your pops played there. So there's some pride in all that for us. But then it's just like North Dakota State has been like the Midwest, like, cinch to glory for the last 12 years for sure like hey we got this team in north dakota that'll beat the shit out of anybody right correct they don't schedule them to play fbs teams anymore they actually came down here and played arizona and they were road favorites Uh, to a pac-12 team they lost the game but they were road favorites to a pac-12 team Mm -hmm. the first game of the season um so just wild uh, a former Fairmont Cardinal plays on North Dakota State right now, Hudson Hearts. So that's pretty cool. I'm with you kind of on the national championship, the FCS national championship, or the FBS national championship. I want to see a good game. I want to see that overhead. Okay. I love that. What's the over at? 47 and a half. Okay. I like it. I like it. So there's a bonus. There's a bonus just talking about the picks, but also extremely frustrated that that's it. Noon my time. Correct. Sunday. In the middle of the NFL. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I have no idea. So apparently it's on, it's on ABC this year. And so ABC has, um, the two or three Saturday games for the NFL. I think there's only two this week, but could you imagine if they would have just did the FC FBS or FCS national championship at 11 in the morning Everybody oh. watches that, and then you roll into two NFL games. Oh. ABC would have been kings, but or, they wanted it to be the only thing. Or, or because the national championship is on Monday night, right? Yes. Eight o'clock. FB, FCS starts at five. How cool. Right? Like, you get that game. You don't have to watch all this stupid bullshit pregame. At game ends, you roll into the, you know, the, the the FBS national championship. That'd be dope, right? Like that's just too. It's too bad that so many people aren't going to get a chance to to watch that game because they're just not going to. They're going to watch the NFL, which is unfortunate, right? Um, but that'll be a great game because again, that, that that rivalry runs deep, you know, and the fact that a national championship is on the line for those guys, I think that'll be a slugfest through and through oh yeah without a doubt i mean it really to me it's a coin toss it could go either way uh but i had to pick it is uh yeah no i love it i obviously didn't that was just uh, like a bonus pick is tc going Uh-uh. uh-uh. that surprises me i mean i just know i mean i know some other guys like dallas clark I, tc probably played with dallas clarkson from jackson um but I just know, I know he, like those guys road trip and he just can't. His uh, his wife's the coach of the Mankato State basketball or Minnesota State basketball team. So yeah, that's fair. She's in season. Um, she's and they're actually like killing it, undefeated. They're good. Um, 
you know, and so they're having a great year. And so, you know, when, when she's in season, he's kind of, uh, you know, he's on dad duty 24-7. Sure, that's fair. Makes sense. But we'll text about it. <laughs> yeah, we will. I hope, I hope that's what he picks on Sunday. Oh, yeah, we could roll that into the parlay. Why can't we, right? Let's go. That's great. That's a brilliant idea, Bennett. Yeah. Brilliant Thank idea. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that a bunch. All right. Well, big old brain on me, Jeff. You d- hey, you know we we both have mediocre sized brains, and we're proud of it. Put them together. Yeah. Never know Massive. what could happen, right? <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. We should have called this the Big Brain Show because com- <laughs> t- combined, one big brain. That's right. That's right. Uh, you got anything else you want to chop up tonight, or should we should we call uh, this a wrap for the first episode? I just want to say, like, Monday night was craziness. Um, very, like, yeah, extremely wild situation in the Bills-Bangles game right now. I know everybody else is talking about it. Um, as a coach, like, that's, like, your nightmare situation. I remember doing, like, the AED training every year. And it was always like, man, I hope I never have to use this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's just uh, it's a scary thing. But extremely great news today. How he's writing and communicating with everybody. Um, and like one of the doctors, I watched their press conference. He said, you know, like, like we're at, we're at the point where best case scenario is he goes back to his old self, pro athlete, everything. So that's great to hear. It's not, it's not like where best case scenario is he, he's in a wheelchair the rest of his life, something like that. Right. So, um, pretty incredible. Um, yeah. And you know, nuts thing. I mean, it was one of those things that I debated, like, is that something I want to talk about? I know I'm not eloquent enough and or educated enough to put into words that experience for anybody, right? Um, and I remember watching it and just thinking, like, how difficult that was for everyone involved, players. Right broadcasters, coaches, refs, no one knew what the fuck was going on. Here you got this guy who's who's literally being administered life-saving tech, you know, procedures in front of them. Right. And you know, how do you handle that? And God bless them, right? Like so many times in life people fuck things up uh royally, right? They just make poor decisions in the heat of the moment and by all accounts, everyone on that field from a medical professional standpoint to the players, the coaches, the refs, the broadcast teams, you name it, they all knocked it out of the park, right? And handled it as well as you possibly can, because that is not something you ever think to yourself. This is what I'm going to have to talk about today. Right, I guarantee you, Joe Buck, and who is he with? Troy Aikman. Yeah, you know they've they've never practiced. What do we do if someone's in a life threatening situation on the field and we're on air? Right, right. I, I shouldn't say guarantee, but the, the likelihood of that is is slim to none. Right, and as you said, you know, you right. went through training. That's awesome. Right, but if I had to guess, you went through it once a year, and you never thought about it. Yep. And so for the fact 
the fact that these people, and I get that that's their profession, they jumped into action that quickly. He got that. He, you know, CPR was started, I mean, within like a minute. Yeah. You know, 30 seconds to a minute after he went down, which according to all the internet reports, the internet doctors, right? Like that essentially like prevented the worst case scenarios of him essentially being brain dead. Right. You know, kept, kept blood and oxygen flowing to his brain, kept him alive. And by all accounts, you know, as you're mentioning, right, like he's going to get back to normal and be his normal self, which is just an outstanding thing because that, I, I mean, I just kept thinking like, in my head, did did they just broadcast like a death on national television? Right. Thank God that's not the case. But no, absolutely. I think like the biggest thing, like every time, it sucks. But I think you know, you and I have always been good at like whether we agree or disagree. We've always been good at talking about our differences or something that's like maybe a little controversial. And we've always been really respectful of each other's takes, but then it's like when like these tragedy moments strike, like that's the only thing that mattered in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I was refreshing Twitter that whole night and I was like, I just want to see something that that kid's okay. Right. And like, that's all everybody was talking about. Like for a minute, like the world stood still and it just, I guess like for me, not to get super sentimental and deep on our first pod here, but it just gives me hope that like, Hey, maybe at some point we can put aside all this bullshit, which it is right. That we don't like people for or whatever and be like, man, I just hope people are okay. And, yeah. and you just, you do the right thing. And then to see his charity blow up on GoFundMe, it's over like $7 million now, awesome. which is incredible. Yeah. Um, and then like, you know, there's always things to learn from. And I hope like, every high school in America gets funding to have EMTs or trainers at everything, not just games, but practice and everything. Right. Cause it's just one of those situations where you're like, Oh, it'll never happen to us until it does. Right. Right. And so, yeah, it's just a crazy thing, but I think I'm hopeful that there's so much good that comes out of it and to see all that stuff. I would not want to play the Buffalo bills the next six weeks. So I'll tell you that. I think there's a whole new, you could see how tight that whole crew was of people and you don't see that a lot in pro sports. And now something like this happens. If I'm being realistic, I know my big pick was to start this show was Vikings win the Super Bowl in 2023. I put a couple bucks on the Buffalo bills because it would only be cool and right and all that. Yeah. You see it a lot, right? Like the, as weird as it is, like fairy tale endings as obnoxious as they are, are a thing because they happen. You know what I mean? Um, You know, Miracle on Ice, you know, they they beat them, but that wasn't the gold medal game. They ended up winning, right? Like, they ended up winning the gold medal the next game, right? Uh, You know, there's a... Oh, God, my my mind is going blank, but there's a hundred scenarios like that that have happened over time where people just have this new passion and this new thing the season's dragging on and that they're you're absolutely right they're going to lock arms nothing's getting through that and yeah if i had to put money on it that would be it right that they're they're gonna run through yeah like you said i I don't want to say run through teams um but they're gonna they're gonna be tough to beat (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely Um, yeah so 
Uh, and again, I was just, as you said, you know, you're, you're thankful to see like people like doing the right thing in that scenario. I was just super thankful to see people not being assholes. Um, and you know, armchair speculating to, you know, rumor mills and crazy conjecture. I just, I always flash back to Kobe, you know, when Kobe yeah. was playing oh, yeah. crashed, right? Like everybody that was ever famous died on that heli- or helicopter crash. Excuse me. Everybody that was ever famous died on that helicopter at some point. Yeah. Right. And that was just so irresponsible. And hopefully we learn from that. Right. And how wildly ridiculous it is to do that. Just take a minute or in their case, take 45 minutes, an hour, get it right. You don't have to rush back into things. The world will go on. Right. Like we will continue to we'll watch it whenever it's going to resume. We'll, you know, we're okay if it doesn't, you know, like it, it, you don't have to make a decision in 30 seconds, you know, Correct. And just wait. And, you know, it was nice to see that that occurred on that night. And I also really, like, was thankful I didn't see replays of it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's that's a normal thing that, or a thing that has been normalized of late, right, that people get these tragic injuries and they show them over and over again. Shouldn't call it tragic, but catastrophic. So. Right. It's good to see that. So, man. Yes. Uh, terrible thing turned into some good news. Gives 100%. everybody some hope. Everybody's a big Damar Hamlin fan now. So, it's cool. Um, it's not cool, but it's cool. Sounds like it's going to be all right. And yeah. It's cool to see it good. Is what it is. It's right? just nice. Yeah. It's cool to see the that's good in people. That's, that's the best way to put it. Absolutely. Because, yeah. as you mentioned, there's so much shit out there. So, good to see that. But. You know, this was this was a ton of fun. You know, we don't want to do, you know, four-hour podcasts, but I think we want to keep them no. light, uh, keep them loaded with shit, and, and keep them moving. Um, but so I, you know, it's episode one. We'll see how this, uh, you know, transforms and keeps taking off as we move forward. But I think, like, as we wrap it up, I, I got to spin it over to you to do the whole spiel. You have that nailed. And I, I stumble yeah. fuck my way through it on mine. So I'll let you, you know, do the whole thing and then we'll wrap this bitch up. All right. Well, no, I appreciate it, Jeff. Uh, I'm super excited. We're doing this. Appreciate you all listening, wherever you may be, uh, like comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, subscribe, subscribe again. Be good, everybody. And whatever you do, get back to even. Don't be asking me about why you gotta be up in my business? Please leave me alone. I ain't being rude, swear that I just like my privacy. It ain't nothing wrong if you choosing not to ride with me. I got a sidekick, you know how Batman Robin be. Oh, Bonnie and Clyde, my feelings is down to ride. I just say the word, the dog is jumping the fence. I ain't say a word, the shorty say give me this. Oh, that was.